Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. I totally got your sniff in there on nice. accident. <laughs> I knew yes. I knew I was like, maybe I shouldn't have been playing with a cat before this. <laughs> yeah. I made a huge mistake. I did. Uh welcome back everybody. Uh we're so glad you've joined us. Thank you for checking out Nerds with Friends uh on Facebook, Instagram, the Twitters. Buying the tea. Thank you. Checking out our tea. Delicious tea still available. If you go to nerdswithfriendspodcast.com, um, there's a link right smack dab in the middle. Our, our uh, friends over at Plum Deluxe is making that for us. It's a delicious tea. It's a good way to start your morning off, uh, especially now that it's kind of chilly. Yeah. Well, here. Yeah. It's chilly in California. Super chilly to all of our friends out in the Midwest and, you know. <laughs> Minnesota and stuff. One of my bosses uh, lives in Minnesota, and he's like, "Yeah, it was like twelve degrees." I'm like, "Oh God, that sounds twelve degrees." Yeah. The coldest I've ever been is twenty degrees. Yeah. Is there places that get below zero? Yeah. That's fucking insane yeah. to me. Yeah. Why did people decide to live there in the yeah, first no. place? You well, know what I mean? Uh-uh. They're like, "Yeah, we found this place. It's pretty cool in the summertime. It's a little warm." Man, the winter time it gets crazy. <laughs> like, so you guys leave, right? You guys migrate? Yes. Nah. Nah. I mean. Who, who can just pick up and leave? I'm like, well, I mean, you're settlers. So you can do that. You're, you're you could basically, settle somewhere else. Yeah, you could. No, we'll just settle for this place. <laughs> that's that's why they're called is settlers. That, is that what it was? Yeah. I, I had it wrong this whole time. <laughs> oh, but yeah, if you're out there in the, in the uh, blustery, like, Green Bay or Minnesota or any of those places where it's super, super chilly, Get yourself some Nerd Tea Confession, which is available on our website. All righty then. Uh, let's start off, as we always do, with some nerdy confessions of our own, where we confess the things that make us nerds. My nerdy confession um, is uh, yesterday um, when I was driving around for work, I happened to uh, stop into a local gaming shop in Santa Clara. I was down in the San Jose area. Um, and so I was driving through Santa Clara, and I stopped at Isle of Gamers. Shout out to them. They're awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, we uh, basically met them at Silicon Valley Comic Con. That's where you met them, right? Yes. Yeah. Great folks. Very nice. Kind super, people. super helpful. Really nice folks. Um, and then so I was like, oh, you know, we follow them on Instagram. And I see like they they're always talking about like they're upgrading the shop or moving things around, so I'm like, let me go check this out for myself. And uh, man, it was really fun. Um, really knowledgeable staff there, super helpful. They like you walk in and they're like, oh yeah, you know, this is your first time here. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, here's how the shop's laid out: like board games over here, miniatures over here, paints over here, books over here. And I'm like, man, it's like so. This is where all my money is going to disappear. Got it. Got it. Thanks for letting me know. Um, yeah, man, they were just super helpful. Uh, lots of fun stuff. Ended up, I mean, I, I dropped like 30 bucks that I wasn't, you know, intending on spending. But, you know, had to pick up some minis and some paints. Um, and, uh, man, they have all sorts of good stuff there. Lots of cool board games, too, if you're into that. But they also have, like, a uh, uh, schedule of events and stuff. They're doing um, they're doing some uh, painting ones uh, this past weekend, if you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday. And, um, uh, but they always have new cool stuff. They'll like help you start a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. They'll teach you how to play. There's, there's magic, the gathering, uh, groups that come in they have tables set up where you can, you know, play. So check them out guys. Isle, I S L E of gamers. 
Um, check out their website for more information. But support your local game shop. That's that's the moral of the story. Even if you're not in San Francisco, San Jose area, you know, do a quick Google search. Find your local game stores because, I mean, Amazon's fine. You know, you can find anything you want on there. But, like, going in and talking to someone who's a like-minded individual who, who knows the, the hobby, they're always going to introduce you to stuff that you've never heard of before. Or yeah, plus, Jeff doesn't necessarily need more money. I'm forgetting his last Bezos. name. Bezos? Yeah, I don't think, I think he's good. Yeah, you fuck know? that guy. Fuck Jeff Bezos. Oh, no. He's going to shut us down. No, no, no. We don't go through them. He's not <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, Apple, though, on the other hand. Tim Apple. Yeah. Tim Apple's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Tim Apple. Um, but, yeah, support your local game shops. I mean, that's where, uh, you know, if we don't go in and we just you know go to Amazon because it's cheaper... These little shops aren't going to survive, so head into there, and um, you know you'll make some new friends too. I learned, you know, one of the things I learned there was about this stuff called, I think it's called green stuff. It had a, it was a very basic name, but what you do is it's like this putty that you mix together, like you take these two colored putties and mix it together, and then you can put it over parts of your minis where like if there's seams or cracks, and it'll fill them in and it'll draw, it'll like cure hard. And then you can like uh, paint over it, and it'll be nice and smooth. So, what if, uh, would it work if like you accidentally break a limb, put it in between, uh, try to reattach the? Limb? I don't know if it works a, a, so much as an adhesive, but maybe. I mean, like maybe if you put enough in there. But apparently, what it's supposed to do is like you mix it together, put it over the cracks, and then like you like peel it off or something, and a little bit will will be in there and it'll be nice and smooth and you can just paint over it. It'll nice. Make it, it'll make it look more realistic and less like, you know, oh, there's obviously a joint there. Right, know? right, right. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so pretty cool stuff. That's what I learned. And that's what I, you know, I would have never, I've, I would have maybe come across that if I found out about it myself. Maybe but years later. Years down later, down. but, you know, um, I f- forget the friendly gentleman's name who helped me out, but um, he pointed that out for me. I'm like, oh, that's some cool stuff. I didn't buy any, but I will when I get some more minis, which... You just got me some, so thank you very much for that. Yeah, I was actually going to mention uh, to people who follow on uh, Instagram, it's it was Cody's birthday, so oh, yeah. if you guys want to wish him happy birthday, follow, subscribe, tell your parents, tell your friends, tell your <laughs> grandparents to also follow and subscribe. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you, and thank you for all the birthday wishes I got on the Instagram. I really appreciate all that. It's a uh, it's fun time getting older. <laughs> just kidding. No, it's not, but... Having all the Dude, you just people. gotta look at it, you just leveled up. That's it. Just leveled up. Yeah, I didn't get any new feats. Just, we don't know yet, man. Just more just the, more your, bills your and aches and pains. Just started. You don't know what's going on. Feel coming. like my HP went down this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks to everyone who reached out on Instagram. I do appreciate it. What's your nerdy confession this week, Christian? You know, I had okay, so my nerdy confession is I, I guess I don't always necessarily have to agree with Stephen King. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear Welcome me out. to Stephen King's Corner with Christian. <laughs> so um, I, he just put out a tweet how he loved uh, the Netflix uh, Dracula series, which I am having kind of roller coaster feelings with it. Yeah. I started it. I really, really liked in the beginning. Um, the I, costumes are great. The I will say, great. like, I, I watched a little trailer on Netflix, and it looked like garbage. So I'm like, dude, they got, they got. It looks like someone's dad is playing grad, uh, Dracula. He's actually he's one of the things that I do like. I do. Okay. I really like the actor who plays Dracula. Um, 
the sets were great. It really feels like like you're there. It looks like they took a lot of time. Yeah. Um, I was interested where the story was going. Um, now because you haven't seen it, and for anyone who hasn't seen it, it takes it, what another thing that I liked is the episodes are very long, hour and a half each. Oh wow! Okay. So it's like almost like a, a movie each episode. Yeah, kind of like uh, Sherlock did that. Is right? it? Did, okay. Well, you I never watched Sherlock? I did, but I was so into that I wasn't paying attention yeah. to the time. Yeah, each one of those is like an hour, 90 minutes long or something like that. And so it just, it takes a weird turn, I feel, like an episode three. Turns into a werewolf. No. Whoa, Dracula's a werewolf? No, but he, does, he does summon wolves like in other lore. Ooh. But uh, I don't want to give anything away. It's something similar that uh, some other BB shows, BBC shows do like... Um, what was the one? It was a vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost living together. I think it was almost human. Um, oh, it, yeah, I think, I think that's something. Yeah, it started great, and I really loved the series. And then, like, season three, it just took a very weird turn out of nowhere. There was nothing similar to the show. It was almost yeah. like a, it was almost like a sit, um, sitcom, and it went to like apocalyptic something that tried to be serious. Like, uh, yo, dude, like, what did you not know where the series is going? Or yeah. did, like, were you guys trying to end this real quick? I like. And to me, Dracula did something similar. I was like, "What? Well, that's that's not what I signed up for." Like, he's recruiting for the robot apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, nothing like that. But I, I have to finish it. But you know, Stephen Stephen King liked it so far. I'm like, hit and miss. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna finish it because I started it, and maybe the end product will will make things a lot clearer. But right now, it's kind of like uh, I really liked it in the beginning, and it just started going bad like, for me. No. Yeah, I hate that when you're watching when you're watching the show, you're like, "Oh man, this show's pretty good." And then all of a sudden, there's one episode. You're like, "What? You're like what? Oh. Why, why would you do that? Oh what? Oh no! Oh no!" <laughs> but I'm gonna finish it. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe next maybe next episode. I'm like, actually, I was wrong. Stephen King was super right, but we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll check. I'll check it out. Um, I I did. I figured I would at least start it. Um, because you know I'm a sucker for vampires. Um, sucker kid. Eh? But um, but <laughs> there you go. There you go. Thanks, Yoda. Tickled Yoda. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll check that out. But yeah, it it is strange. Like I think uh, I don't know if I met, I think I mentioned to you last time was I was it's disheartening that Netflix is not making like hundred. They're not batting a thousand anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, but For that's long, okay. it happens though. You know that happens. True. Yeah. I mean. At one point, I bet like NBC just made nonstop like bangers. You know, every every show was just like, oh man, amazing. I would still say they're batting with a very good average. You know, yeah, I know, I know, sports isn't your big. It's thing. not, you know, <laughs> at all. If that, yeah, they improved. might be, they might be doing three seven five, you know, four hundred. You know, tree fitty. I don't yeah. know what any of that means. <laughs> all righty then. Well, one of the things uh, we wanted to talk about. This episode, even though technically uh, our last last week was our first one of the year of 2020, um, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about some of our New Year's nerdy resolutions or nerd year resolutions. I don't no, know. That didn't really work out. Just nerdy resolutions. <laughs> that, things we want to um, try out, expand on, dive further into um, for the upcoming year. Um, and, you know... Hopefully, you guys will have some of your own, too. You can let us know what um, your uh, nerdy nerdy uh, resolutions are this year. Uh, my roommate, Laura, just said that she's gonna she's been playing Pokemon nonstop, so she's going to get 
deeper into that. <laughs> um, which Pokemon is really fun. Uh, she's playing Let's Go Eevee, but Sword and Shield is where it's at. It's a pretty fun game. Just I mentioned pre-recording, it just started pretty slow. It is. I feel like the main thing with Pokemon, um, with the Pokemon games, that they need to kind of graduate from is Nintendo as a company has a very closed-minded view of what video games are. You know what I mean? They still think that they're just games for children. And they've got to realize that most people who are who were around when Pokemon Red and Blue came out are in their 30s, 40s, or 50s now. <laughs> um, so they're still making games where they start out really slow. They're introducing you to what Pokemon are, you know? <laughs> They're like, oh, we live we live alongside Pokemon, you know. Uh, people who who battle and train them are called trainers. Yeah, yeah, like no shit. It's called a Pokemon trainer. I get it. So you want to see like the for, Game of Thrones treatment of Pokemon? I don't even need to see Game of Thrones treatment. Like you want to see how like they hatch? You want to see some Pokemon sex? Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed. <laughs> um, <laughs> that poor Ditto. The poor Ditto is just so abused. You know, it's just. <laughs> I'll be whatever you want. <laughs> Everyone knows you, tra- you you breed with a ditto, so you get the same Pokemon. That, that's the one that could just turn into another. Yeah, it right? turn into anything. That has the it just creepy has, dark eyes. It has the little like they're just little pinprick eyes. Yeah, yeah. That was very creepy in a Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. It was oh. so creepy. it was so good though. So well done. It was. It was. It was great. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I don't want to talk about that. But it's so good. Um, but yeah, so, uh, they need to kind of realize that these games aren't just for children anymore. Like it's okay to put, and I'm, I'm not talking like, you know, Pokemon dying or like I am people's heads getting chopped off or whatever that's what I'm, I'm talking, talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's never going to happen. All I'm asking for is a little bit more in-depth story, right? Like, you know, now this is not really spoilers of this game, but like the story is you live in a town. Um, you're approached by the town professor, and they they tell you to go become Pokemon champion. Not even that far yet, Matt. No, I'm just kidding. That's it's every Pokemon game ever. So <laughs> I'm sorry to ruin all of them for you. Um, and you know it's just like the bad guy. There was, spoiler on this one, I guess. There's no Team Rocket in this game. It's a different team, and they're shitty. And so it, it's just. And then, you know, there's no stakes, really. It's just... And then once you're done, you're just kind of done. Though I heard I heard today that there is going to be DLC, which uh, and they're bringing m- more Pokemon into the game, which that's going to be pretty cool. Um, but, you know, give us, give us some, like, engaging stories. Like, give us, you know, like, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild... That was a great game. ...is a great game. It's, it's still kid-friendly, but, like, it has some depth to the story... It has a lot of replayability. Um, there's like, you know, really engaging, you know, diff- sometimes very difficult things that you can do. But you can go through and play the whole game without like, um, you know, without doing 100% completion. I'd like more like side missions and stuff in Pokemon. I do want the next chapter of that. That was a great game. So, so good. All oh, right. But anyway, now but now to our resolutions. What, what are some of the things that you want to get into this year, Christian? Or to get an actual D and D game going? Yeah, a long campaign that's that a, we can play. That's a uh, yeah. That's I'm sure that's on many people's lists. You know, it's one of those things where we need to find a group of people 
Yeah. Where we make the time. Yeah. Where we can meet up to get a good session going. Anyone who's listening, if you guys are in the barrier and you want to DM, because I'm sure Cody wants to play. I'm sure he doesn't want to DM. Hit us up. You know, maybe we can work something out. Yeah. Plug whatever you guys are doing. I don't know. Maybe we can work <laughs> out some kind of deal. But I, I do want to get a long campaign going. Yeah. I think it's really, I think the toughest part is scheduling, right? For everyone, yeah. You know, you got to set aside about three hours at least, right? Three hours is a good. I try to go four, but three. Three is a good sesh. You know, four is even better. Um, and you got to make sure everyone's off the same, you know, you know, at the same time kind of thing, you know. And that's the hardest thing. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, you know, if you really make the effort and like all it has to be like, and I realize work is there for everybody. So um, just make it one day where, where you're off or you can get off early or, you know, you, you know, you can stay up a little later or whatever and just make it happen. It's, it's tough, but yeah, I know. Worth it. So, so worth it. My, uh, one of my nerdy professions is, or... I know I'm stuck on the commission. <laughs> resolutions. One of my resolutions this year. Um, I actually want to write my own campaign and then DM it. I think that's going to be... Ambitious? Yeah. It's ambitious, <laughs> but I think I can do it. Like, I, you know, I watch... No, I know you can do it because I remember for a while, people who were listening from the beginning when we used to do uh, books that Cody never read. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> those, would, those are fun. <laughs> we, would get, we would name a book that Cody never read and he would just give like this, like a rough cut of what it was about and you do it on the fly, like right there. Yeah. So you would be a perfect candidate like where some, uh, where a player does something, we'll say questionable to not say stupid, yeah. but like you can come up on the spot of why the punishment would happen or, you know, what's happening next. I know you'd be good at that. Yeah. You know, so f since I've kind of, you know, come up with the idea that like, okay, I want to do this and I want to set out and do it right. Um, the the honestly like that kind of stuff n like never scared me like even when i like first d started dming um like coming up with like reactionary things that's easy i think you know cuz it's improv you know you're just yeah. like coming up with it the the thing for me that that i'm you know that I, i'm trepidatious about is uh, i don't know if that's the right word <laughs> yes it is well someone will correct this Anyway, the thing that I'm uh, I have trepidation about, yeah, whatever, um, is coming up with you know places, settings, and characters, you know, and and fitting them into the Dungeons and Dragons world. You know what I mean? Like, because I just have to read more about like you know because they have the D Dungeon Master's Guide and they have the Player's Handbook that outlines some places and stuff, and then they have modules that all have everything set out for you i'm just i i'm curious on how to like create that from scratch and like you know how much do i make up completely and how much do i pull from you know pre-made stuff you know so we'll see how that goes but. it really depends i mean if you want to, you can do a whole world and just add the backbone of 5e to it yeah and It'll it'll work, um, and any rules you need to look up, you can just look up right away. It probably, I, personally, me personally, I've only DM'd one game, but I would think it'd be easier to make up your own story yeah. than to follow a whole book campaign because there, those are very detailed. It has yeah. everything for you, but if you forget one thing that might end up being super important later on down the line, 
and you missed it. Like that to me seems a little harder versus if you make up the whole thing, it's like, well, I made this up so I can add this anywhere I want. Right. And then, like if I forgot to do it in one village or in one dungeon, I could add it to the next one. Yeah. And that's definitely what I found, you know, uh, DMing that uh, Starfinder game that I did um, is that, you know, first of all, like the prep work I felt was like way more like involved because it's someone else's story. because it's someone else's story that you're having to look up and write notes for. And like you look ahead to make sure, like you said, like, you know, they don't turn down, a, they don't turn down a hallway and skip something that is important later on. So um, that's one of the things that I think would, would make, you know, doing your own game really fun and interesting is like, okay, so they skipped the cemetery that you had kind of been leading them towards. Now what? And then you just kind of like, well, I'm going to have to write something different. <laughs> and then, you know, come up with something completely new. I think that's really fun. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start doing that. Um, I haven't decided if I'm going to try out, like, uh, you know, they have all these tools online for creating campaigns. Like, yeah. uh, like was it Roll20 or D20? Um, I think it's Roll20. Roll20. Roll and then there's, an, there's another one, too, similar fashion, where you can, like, basically it helps you build characters and saves files and stuff. So I might look into one of those. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll ask uh, Satine to see what she... Roll20. Roll20, yep. yeah. See what she thinks. Um, I still personally like everything, writing everything on paper. Um, I do too. And, and so, I mean, they have they have great apps. And I know the guys at Critical Role now do mostly to keep their stuff digital. Um, but there's just something about having pencil and paper that I personally like better. Yeah. And taking notes by hand. I I like that too, and I I don't think I'm going to skip out on that completely. But um, just having something where I can like have like a master file, and then you know whether or not I actually print it out from there, but just have it so I have ideas organized. Yeah. Using it more for organization than anything, you know. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And then, uh, yeah, hope you know. Uh, and I'm not opposed to adding technology to it. And the first game that I played, our Dungeon Master had um, a projector that he would use, like, on a wall, which was pretty cool to show the maps. Mm-hmm. You know, he did that from his laptop. So that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. No, I, I think, you know, I think technology can definitely add some fun to it. I will say, like especially when it comes to like character sheets, I like having the paper character sheet. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's easier to navigate. Uh, one of our friends, uh, my friend Alex, who plays with us, he, he, he runs everything off of an app. I don't remember which app he uses, but it's, um, you know, every time he's got to look up something, he's on his phone and it just kind of, it breaks the, the role yeah, playing, yeah, yeah. you know, aspect of it a little bit. He even had for a while until we kind of like, you know, peer pressured him out of it. Um, he he has a uh, an app rolling or a dice rolling function of that app, so you can hit a button. and It's like, man, I was a seventeen. I'm like, dude, roll a die. Like that's part of the fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I I love rolling dice. I do have an app on my phone, but I use it just sometimes with people to make a decision. Yeah. <laughs> like here, roll for it. Like yeah, exactly. See what happens. Yeah, I mean it's 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 fine in a pinch or whatever, but like, dude, rolling dice. That's like that's like a whole part of it. Yeah, of course. Um. What's another one of your resolutions? I've been playing with a couple. I definitely want to draw more. Yeah. For Octo- I think you should do that for sure. For uh, October, I was trying to do the uh, Sketchtober, doing one a day, and I was having I was having a lot of fun doing it, and I was actually kind of happy with some of the stuff that I did, which I normally don't complete a drawing in one sitting, uh, but it did. Pre- and I normally don't use ink or markers, and so it forced me to do something, use a medium that I'm not comfortable with. And 
I always normally hated markers and ink, but I started to really enjoy and like it. And I was like, you know what? I should try more of these things that I make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And try the medium out. So like butt stuff. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Might be good. Shove some up there. I mean, just see how it feels. You know. What should I start? I mean, I mean, the common ones are going to be like, you know, your finger, or a banana. Probably not a banana. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a banana? I don't know. You just, I, I mean, can't eat it after. That'd just be weird. Well, I mean, it has a peel. What's That's the true. peel for? That's true. You just peel it off. It's God's no, condom. No, on no, it right no there. must, no fuss. <laughs> I would say stay away from anything glass. Yeah, maybe like wine bottles. I don't know. Ooh, the glass is smooth. It might go easy. Yeah, until you slip and fall, Ooh. and then it shatters up your butthole. That's true. You don't want that. No, sorry, Bob. <laughs> you sound like you um you really thought about this. <laughs> I've heard horror stories from <laughs> someone who worked in an emergency room. <laughs> I actually, you know, there was class everywhere, Christian. <laughs> I actually, anytime I run into like a doctor or a nurse, yeah. I've always asked, what, "What's the strangest thing you found up someone's butt?" I don't even go that specific. Oh, okay. <laughs> But I say, what's, what, what's, what's the strangest, strangest thing? thing you run into? And it's usually ass stuff. Yeah, it's always ass stuff. It's usually, and it's like, I never ask, like, hey, you know, well, so what'd you find up asses? I never start like that. <laughs> yeah. But it just always, always goes ends there. there. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, man. So drawing more. I think that's good. Yes. I think that's definitely good. Definitely one that's, that's Definitely uh, one. Here's one that's kind of out of left field, um, but has its own nerd community that I, I feel like. Most people who would listen to this show might not even think about. I this year I want to get into fly fishing. <laughs> fly, you already hunt. I know, and I fish, but I have I don't fly fish. Okay, it's its own subdivision of Forgive fishing. Forgive my ignorance. It's okay, but the difference between regular fishing and fly fishing. Well, realistically, fly fishing is regular. I mean, regular fishing is you know. Going out there with a rod and a reel. I've done that, you know, fish. where you, you, but, you know, you just kind of, you know, you flick it or whatever. Yeah. Know? So, like, there's, it comes down to the reel and the technique, right? So, if you're thinking of regular fishing, most of us are thinking about spinning reels. Yes. Where there's a little b- bale, you call it, and you flip it over, and that means you're ready to cast. You hold it with your finger, and you cast out, and it goes out there, and it sits there. It either sits there for a while, and you just wait for a fish to bite it. Or you like gradually reel it in and hope a fish bites it while it's like swimming into you, kind of thing, right? Okay. Fly fishing is when you're catching flies. No, no. Oh. It's a, you use flies, which are generally these small. Um, they can be hand tied. I mean, most of them are hand tied, but there are some machine tied ones. Um, or you can do it yourself. You know, you can make little lures yourself um, out of like feather and fur and stuff like that. So they're really, really small, and they're designed. Uh, the lures themselves are designed to um, represent flies, different kinds of flies that the fish feed on, right? So rather than a small little fish, or like a little, you know, crab or tadpole or whatever, these are generally fly larvae that you're trying to do, right? And so, but uh, everyone knows fly fishing by like. You know, those pictures where the guy's like slinging the, the rod out multiple times, you know, back and forth, back and forth, and the, it's whipping around in the air. Yeah. You've seen those, right? Yeah, when you see those racist guys doing. They're not all racist. I don't know why. There's a lot of nice people. There's a lot of nice people. I don't know. Every time I picture it's like, that guy's got to be racist. That's that's the thing, Christian. Racists look like anybody. <laughs> it's like, that guy's definitely said the N-word for sure a couple times. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> um... But uh, yeah, and so the reason for that is you're, you're you're trying to 
get the line out there. These little flies are very, very light, so there's not a lot of weight to them. So you can't just take it like you would a big heavy lure and just cast it out there and get it super far out there, right? You have to gradually let the line out until it gets to where you want, and then you let the line float down a river or a creek. And generally, you're doing it in moving water. So you let it go down there. And so you wouldn't do this like at the pier here? Probably not. I mean, you could in theory because you can you can set it up to uh, to sink if you want down low. You can have it sit on the top of the water. You can do a bunch of different stuff. Do you ever see guys actually fishing in the Bay Area here? Yeah, all the time. I don't know if I would eat anything that came out of that water. Crabs, sure, because crabs are scavengers anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I would eat a fish that came out of there. I mean. I guess. I don't know. There's toxic waste in our water here. (laughs) I don't know if I want. Hunter's Point has toxic waste. That's true. There's toxic waste everywhere, though. You gotta. Fish are known for mercury. That's why pregnant women aren't supposed to eat fish from the ocean. We have hella smack addicts just shitting and pissing and leaving syringes everywhere. Like, do you really want to eat a fish that might have gotten into that? I don't know how fish would get into that, but okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. People dump all kinds I of shit in our water. I saw this fish doing heroin. <laughs> seen it. I've seen it. He was just floating on top. I thought he was dead, and then he got up and swam away. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'll suck your dick for some smack. <laughs> suck your dick. Whoa, fish, get out of here. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, so I, I really want to get into fly fishing. And generally, it's done in rivers or, like, you can do it on ponds and lakes, too, but primarily moving water is where it is, but... It just seems seems really peaceful and like the I, I really like the kind of culture around very the mi- racism. Yeah, yeah just, <laughs> I just want somewhere where I can flex my racist muscle. <laughs> no, it's just uh, it's it's really popular. You know, like in uh, south. Like, oh, no, it's it's actually not in the south. It's more it's a Midwest thing, and then like you know Colorado and Montana and stuff like that. So. Obviously, most of those are red states, so I'm not, <laughs> not really. But Oregon is very popular. I'll, I'll go with you so people know you're cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, part part of the reason I want to do is because generally there's no one else around. Oh, like, god, oh, it's just you and the fish. I'll just be in the back. You're cool. He's cool. Leave he's him alone. cool. He's fine. <laughs> I'm Mexican. Yeah, he's it's fine. fine. He's fine. We're friends. <laughs> I vouch for him. I vouch. For him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but there, there is, it, it is funny cause you know, I've been watching a lot of fly fishing videos and stuff, um, you know, talking about like different gear and stuff you need. And I did watch a couple on tying flies and I've tied a couple of flies before myself. Um, and it's, it reminds me so much of miniature painting. That's what I was going to say. What is it with you <laughs> and tiny things? I just, I just love it. You know, it comes, it comes, it just comes from like, you know, like all the toys we had and stuff were all so small and now it's like i can't just play with action figures so i was like yeah you could i could paint minis like that's okay that's kind of adult that's kind of adult i could tie flies i mean what's wrong with that people paint those little wartime the little yeah. little things Ooh, like warhammer 40k i meant more like the that's re- next <laughs> i meant more like you know the little soldiers oh yeah little, little tin, tin soldiers yeah. yeah yeah exactly so anyway fly fishing that's gonna be a new thing i'm gonna I'm gonna buy myself a rod and reel outfit from like Cabela's or something. See, the only the only thing I've knew about fly fishing and the hand tide is a uh, there was a segment in it in uh, the show Han- was it Hannibal was it the movie Hannibal? But it was about Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, um, and that's 
That was that was one of the detective things that he would make uh, his own lures. Oh and, yeah, I do remember. I think that might have been the movie Hannibal. No, I think um, was it like, the show? It was the show. Yeah. Maybe it was maybe it was from the books, and it carried over into probably them, you know. But that's what he was. He was talking about how serial hunters like there's two types of hunters. There's the ones that go and hunt and prowl and attack, and then yeah. there's the lures. Who oh, will yeah. set a bait? And yeah, exactly. He's like, well, that's not that's not hunting. It's fishing. It's like, well, fishing is a type of hunting. You're yeah, setting a trap. That's the same thing, basically. <laughs> but yeah, it just it seems re- really relaxing. Also, it's kind of an excuse to get out there and get more active. You know, you normally got to hike down to the river and stuff like that. So, I support your yeah, fly all, fishing. That sounds fun. How about for you? Do you have an, any other ones? Um, this is one. Where, if there was one where I would say that it probably wouldn't happen, although I think the D and D is equally wouldn't happen. <laughs> But um, think about playing with the idea of possibly doing a stand-up like as a set in a small venue, like a coffee shop. I've seen a lot of coffee shops and a oh, lot like of an like, open mic. Yeah, yeah, like a, a brew. Some breweries would do them. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing with the idea. I've told a couple people like, "Oh, dude, tell me if you do, let me go or let me know." I was like, "No, I'm not telling no one." <laughs> I was like, "If I go <laughs> yeah. and I." Bomb? I want to bomb alone amongst strangers. Yeah, <laughs> like, no one knows me. And then I think I if you talk to myself. our friend Sandy, you know Sandy Danto, I'm sure he would probably agree with that too. You know, you probably your first, probably even your first couple. You know, you probably don't want anyone you know. There. No, like, like so you got to make sure Molly's not there. <laughs> yeah, make, some, someone's make, been doing it for a yeah, while. You know? Yeah, exactly. Make sure none of our friends are there. Um, but yeah, man, that'd be fun. I've I've actually had a couple ideas that I've played. I've I've spoken to people that I would say are my harshest critics, and they're like, "Oh, that would be funny." I'm like, "Oh shit, okay." Like, wow, I didn't yeah. think you'd like that. All right, but if you like that, that actually might work for some folks. <laughs> just, just be like, "Hey, Sandy, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a joke. Tell me what you think." <laughs> just like call me in the middle of the night. Um, yeah, I, I I think you know, I've definitely thought about it. A lot. And I just, the only thing that's really kept me from doing it is like, if, you know, if I was going to do stand-up comedy, I'd really want to like do it right and like invest the time and really make sure I I made a real go of it. You know what I mean? And I just, I don't see myself doing that. (laughs) Yeah. I just don't, you know, I've grown accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Oh, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I'm this just, is just for our fun. Yeah, this isn't like, oh, I think I can make it. No, this is more like, eh, I did it. You know, yeah, It sounds I, like a fun thing to... It's know. not only... It, I do think it sounds like a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but it also sounds really fucking scary, which is another thing to get to get over that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, no, I never... Like, no, don't think you're wrong. You know what Sandy's been doing for years? I think I could <laughs> nail that in, like, two... Tri- like, no, not at all. I, I was thinking, but I was thinking more like like Bill Burr. I just want to be him. <laughs> I just want to be an angry man from Boston that who's guy, in Star Wars. Now. I fucking love who's in Star Wars. Bill Burr in his comedy, he he definitely has like he takes really tough standpoints to defend. Yeah. But I think he does a really good job of defending. Uh, not he's, that I'm agreeing with him. He's so good. I agree with everything he says. <laughs> but. He definitely makes you think, like, damn, like, well, I mean, that makes sense, kind of. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, I think that's that's the best part, the most appealing part of stand-up comedy in general, is that it's a it's a place where like the whole point of you going up there 
is to try to like explore ideas in different ways. You know, at the core of it, you know, you're trying to you're trying to come up with something that people have all thought about, but like present it in a way where everyone's like, oh. I thought that too. And that's hilarious. (laughs) You know? So I I think that that's a really cool, you know, definitely an appealing part of it. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll still do it. Maybe I'll be a late bloomer and and do it on my off days or something, but that'd be good. I think that'd be fun. You should do it. I'm not going to tell you when I do it. (laughs) I might tell you like, Hey dude, actually people laughed. I might tell you after (laughs) people laugh. You should come out and then I'll just sit in the back and be like, "Mm, this is not funny. (laughs) I definitely would tell you if I bombed my dude, Cody, I bombed so hard, so bad. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure someone cried. Not that they were sad, like that I made them cry, but they were sad for so me. So uncomfortable. Yeah. They were so <laughs> uncomfortable that I, um, yeah, that'd be fun, man. You should, you should do it. I just like, I just like the act of like writing jokes. I have a little note in my, in my phone that I just add to whenever I have a fun joke where I actually actually like think it out like think out the whole story or punchline or whatever and i'm just like hmm that's good and then i just like <laughs> and then i and like, then i just save save and that's it and then i just never do anything with it so so that's good that you want to go out there man um another one for me uh resolution wise um this isn't i mean i guess it's kind of a res- nerdy resolution um but I, I, I got I broke down and I bought Call of Duty. So I, like I, I haven't played Call of Duty for like I don't know, the past like three games or something like that. So I decided, you know, you had it and then a couple of my other friends had it. I'm like, I'm going to get this game again. And uh, you know what, man? I was I was uh, pwning some noobs last <laughs> night. Felt real good. <laughs> I I feel I've played it obviously more than you. I feel like they start you off. I don't know if they like make you a little bit faster mm-hmm. or they're a little bit more lenient on the aiming part. Yeah. Just to, you know, to get oh, yeah. you to keep Ga- playing. Gaming's fun. And then like once you hit like level 60, it's just like, oh, you thought this was fun? Yeah. And then everyone else is fucking starts. <laughs> then they just open up the servers from Asia. They're <laughs> just like, oh, shit. <laughs> You know, which is really not outside of the U.S. Everyone else has way better internet than we that's do. That's true. Yeah. And that's like not to say that that's the excuse of why USA may not be doing so great in the USA <laughs> in the you know uh, shooter community. But I feel like it has to like come into play. Like, yeah, if our internet sucks, you know, we're doing our best, guys. <laughs> we're doing our best with what we have. Well, not only that, but this game is cross-play, so you're playing with people with mouse and keyboard. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it's nuts. And so that makes me actually feel pretty good when, <laughs> when I'm, I'm like, you know, number one or two on, on the team. I'm like, I'm pretty good, guys. <laughs> this, this feels this feels right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I definitely, you know, I just want to get back into, you know, playing online with friends, you know. And it's just like Destiny for so long. Like I have a couple friends who still play it and I, you know. Shout out to Dennis. Dennis always on there with me. And my buddy Joe, he's he's on there a lot with me too. But like most part, man, like so many people drop off of it and like, you know, it's it's disheartening. I bet. You know, but uh Call of Duty, man, it's, it's fun to play with people again. So that's a good one. Well, you know, if we, if we, maybe we'll have time tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably play for a little I bit. I need to tonight. change. I want I actually want to start giving out my gamer tag so people can actually if they want to play with me, let's fucking play. But um, so I, get, right, I get so many spam like friend requests. 
like they're obviously like they're like come see my nudes and i'm like really uh, yeah dude oh no i have you don't you don't get any of those no Dude, I have like 17 in my fr- uh, awaiting friend request. Jesus. And it's like, um, it's like Gamer Girl 297. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how? D- Bungie must have sold my shit. To you know somebody. what, though? That's like, that's actually smart for whoever's doing that. You got a bunch of like young kids who are yeah. probably like, oh, oh I'd like nudes. Yeah. And then, you know, boom, information. And then you're like, <laughs> and then parents' information stolen. <laughs> yeah. Just give me your credit card. Yeah. Uh, I haven't read through all of I them. Need, but I need to change my username because it's. I think it's Katet of Eld, but like I have a different like dash, you know, underscore yeah. dash. I need to make it something easier so I can give out to people. Just just dot 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 dot. I don't know. <laughs> I need to change it. Five dots. Um, you have any more? I'm trying to think of it. Um, yeah. those are, those are my main ones. I yeah, think. those are my main. I'm ones. definitely gonna get further into mini painting. Like that's that's happening already as we speak. I'm learning, I'm learning dry brushing techniques. It's pretty fun. Nice. Get little little highlights on certain people. Really good. Dude, your your steady hand game is gonna be on point. Yeah, exactly. I just I just practice with catching flies with chopsticks. Yeah. And instead of chopsticks, they're just you know double lot brushes. <laughs> it's, called a, it's called the Miyagi technique. Yeah, this Miyagi technique. Um, it is really hard, especially like. You know, a lot of times when I'm painting and stuff, it's after I get off work and you know, had dinner and stuff. So I'm like, you know, in my room and it's like late at night and it's like, man, you know, your eyes start getting a little tired. It's, you know, you've been op- up all day and you're like, man, it's hard to focus on these little <laughs> little pupils on this little character that you're painting. So, uh, yeah, man, it, it's uh, it's fun, though. The, the finished result is just like, oh, it looks so cool. I just I cannot paint that small, man. Maybe I'll sculpt you something bigger, and then you can yeah, paint yeah. that. Yeah, just give it to me. As long as I'll paint, I'll paint it. <laughs> we'll we'll teamwork it. Yeah, I'll just I'll, a beholder, something easy. Ooh, yeah, beholder would be cool. That'd be cool. Eye of the beholder. All righty then. Um, you had one other thing you wanted to talk about. MCU, Christian Bale. Ooh, yeah, a little fun news uh, to finish off the night. Uh, it has officially been announced that Christian Bale will be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know what I thought was interesting was that a lot of people were saying that, oh, he's too uh, too much of a great actor to join the MCU. It's uh, like, you forget he was Batman. Yeah, well, I He guess, was also in the movie Reign of Fire. I and Again, I don't know why people were saying this. I'm like, dude, fucking Samuel Jackson is an amazing fucking actor. Yeah, and he's know? Nick Fury. And granted, some of, some of the guys who became great actors, I mean... Robert Downey Jr. came up again, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Chris Hemsworth, you know, the, the, some of those guys became big because Mark of, Ruffalo was an established actor. Right. But like there, it's not like there's been a lot of established people. I what mean, about, what about Sir Patrick Stewart? Yeah. I mean, Professor X, you heard of him? Sir Ian McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen yeah. his best friend. Yeah. I mean, there's they're been the big, best. They're the best big names. Anthony, Anthony Hopkins, you know, yeah, Anthony Hopkins, Odin. Yeah. It's just like, dude, get out of here. Like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. Actors love money, you know? I mean, I, I don't blame them. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? It, it's not like, it's not like uh, you know, Jeremy Irons. Well, I can't even say Jeremy Irons anymore because he was both Alfred and Ozymandias in the uh, Watchmen. Yeah. But it's not, like, it's not like, you know, a theatrically stage-trained actor doesn't, you know, doesn't want a nice paycheck, but they're just going to bring that nice, you know, that that acting skill into the universe. And I think we should all be like super juiced about that. Yeah. 
Um, I think Christian Bale, you know, is a great actor, and I think he's gonna, you know, whatever role they put him in. Some people are saying he might be Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, some I, are I saying he let might me see, be. I texted you with um... Mephisto. Mephisto would be great. I hope. Even if Christian Bale I just feel is like they not w- going to be, I think he's got a good face for it. You know, for like. Well, I think one thing with Mephisto too is like I don't think they're going to go full on like he's a devil. You know what I mean? Like if anything, and I hate just I'm, American Psycho. You know, it's just him. I mean, if like that, I was thinking that like American Psycho, but you know, red, fucking evil, uh, and I mean he's a deal maker. You mm-hmm. know, he's. Yep. Um, and I guess I mean uh, I would love it for them to be so Mephisto is basically Marvel's version for, of Satan of Satan yeah and like deal with the devil Satan yeah exactly and it would be fiddling at the crossroads ooh well, they wouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> but it would it would be awesome if they had him in there I mean you could have him fight Doctor Strange um, well that's be- my one argument why I don't think he would be Mephisto is that. Because they're saying he, he's going to be introduced in Thor, God of Thunder. Yes. Love, love and Thunder. L- love and Thunder. Um, if you're going to introduce Mephisto, I feel like, unless it's just an after credits type thing, I feel like the Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch into the multiverse um, one would be the one where you introduce him. Yeah, I mean, but he, Mephisto's the type of character that just shows up everywhere in Marvel. I right. Mean, he's the one. But he's also like a horror-type element. For sure. And having that multiverse, he's, he's definitely someone who can, you know, manifest people in different realms and stuff, you know? And the reason why I think he will eventually show up is he's the one. I mean, Peter Parker right now has been outed. Yep. And Mephisto's actually one of the ones who makes, one of the entities that makes a deal with Peter Parker. Like, hey, I'll make everyone forget <laughs> And he's like, well, that sounds like a great deal. But everything, you know, Mephisto promised, he does complete, but at a great fucking cost, you know? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, deal with the devil, man. That's, yeah. That's I mean, I, I, if, if he's not here, if Christian Bale's not going to be Mephisto, I just don't, still hope they eventually bring in Mephisto. Yeah. Dude, what about Madam Web, man? She, she's got to show up. I hope, you know, I was really shocked that they did not do it in the, uh, the animated one. Um, oh, I think that's coming. For, oh, I hope so. For Into the Spider Verse two, right? I, I mean, think that's coming. There's talks sure. about the Japanese, the other Japanese uh, Spider Man with Sp- uh, Super Spider Man or yeah. whatever his name is. That's the one where Spider Man. He, he gets the robots, the and, leopard robot. Yeah, and all those. <laughs> so I, I did hear that. Oh yeah, that's coming up. That that's would be great. coming too. Yeah, and I think we'll probably get a little bit more twenty ninety nine. Twenty ninety nine, yeah. which is not one of my favorites, but whatever. Me neither. It's fine. He's fine, I guess. But. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I think, uh, you know, Christian Bale, I'm excited for that. You know, I'm all for bringing more, um, you know, cool actors into the Marvel universe. I so mean, there was a couple other oh yeah things that people were speculating, uh, that he would be called the God of fear, oh, which yeah. is, um, Odin's brother, mm-hmm. older brother. So there's talks of that. Maybe. Yeah. Except he's, he's nice and young compared to Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Frozen in time somewhere. Fucking aliens. Yeah. Magic, you know. Fear keeps you young. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He feeds off fear. Maybe that yeah, shit keeps him young. Feeds off baby tears. <laughs> another another one, which I don't think they'll do, I'll be really fucking happy if they did, is Hercules, because Hercules is one of my favorites. I just don't think he'd make a very good Hercules. You he know can I mean? bulk up. I mean, he can bulk up. Well, I up. mean, yeah, we've all seen that. He, he can bulk up like crazy. But, like, but think about him bulked up versus Chris Hemsworth. You know what I mean? Like Chris Hemsworth is a monster. Yeah, 
uh, you know, some protein. Shakes. Henry Cavill from The Witcher could be a Hercules. I don't know. He's too baby faced. No, uh, you can grow a mustache. We all know how that turned yeah. out. A mustache so good it broke the Justice League <laughs> cinematic universe. It destroyed Warner Brothers. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, one of my favorite versions of Superman was when he was uh, evil, or not? I don't know what evil, but when he was fighting the Justice League. Oh yeah, that was great. I mm-hmm. really love that. I, I just can't picture him being Hercules. But he's got like the hairy chest already too, mm. and he could grow a full on beard. I think he grew a beard in in the Tudors, if I if I remember correctly. Mm. He had a beard in Superman in Man of Steel. Oh, that's right. When and he, he shaved the... it off with lasers or something. <laughs> Kryptonite blade. <laughs> yeah. Or it was, I think it was Gillette. I think there was like a tie-in ad, ad promotion. Um, so Hercules. I think, um, I think he would be cool. Otherwise, like. Galactus was another you talk. Know, you know who would be fucking sick as uh, as Hercules? Hmm. Though it, sh- it should have realistically been like, I don't know, 10 years ago. But Gerard Butler. Ah, that's exactly who I was Dude, thinking. Gerard he would have been great. He would have been great. <sighs> Damn it. That would have been really good. He would have, I think he would have also been okay as like as Ares too. Um, Ares would be good. But uh man, Gerard Butler is Hercules Her- Hercules. That would be good. What was the other one you said? Uh Galactus. Galactus. But before I would say Carl Urban would also be a really good Hercules. Ooh, Carl Urban would be a good Hercules. He can grow a beard. He's got that like Tough as nails. I mean we he's saw got him. that surly, tough as nails guy. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd like that one. The guy, you know, realistically, the guy who played, um, not Hemdall, but uh, it, it was one of the Warriors 3, the guy with the big red beard. Oh, yeah. Uh, he I, was I previously his... the Punisher. He was in Rome. Uh, yeah, I forget his name, but he, oh, he was in Punisher Warzone. Mm-hmm. That's where I'd seen him before. He looks like Gerard Butler. That's why he would also make a good Hercules. Um, but yeah, man, I'm excited. I, I hope they bring more people. Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson. There you go. I hope they bring, Ray Stevenson was something else, too. The name strikes strikes a tone. Um, but yes, Galactus was the other Galactus. Thing. Galactus, I mean... As long as they don't do a fucking cloud like they did in uh, no. Silver Surfer. It's got to be purple disco suit with the horns. About it. Yeah, with your fucking... You know, it looks like a food processor helmet. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Food processor <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just imagine a salad getting in there and just like spitting out lettuce. <laughs> Yes. The, I eat your planet. The planet destroyer <laughs> blender guy. Yeah. That would be dope. Um, and then that would have the Silver Surfer, of course, and then Fantastic Four, which uh, would show up at the end of uh, the Black Panther 2 when Namor's going to show up. Oh, yeah. We're, we're calling it. We're oh, calling it. Yeah. I think, I think everyone knows. So the other uh, characters that uh, was being speculated is Ooh. Gore, the God Butcher. What about Dr. Doom? That'd be no, I mean I They're wish. Not, that, that's the thing though is like one thing. One thing I look at is like when when do they introduce these characters, right? If you have Doctor Doom, who's who's the first Marvel characters you think of when you think of Doctor Doom? Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, right? So it's got to at least be something to do with the Fantastic Four because he doesn't make sense on his own. He he grew up and worked with them, and like you know that's why he he's always had a thing for Sue Storm. You know you get. They've got to introduce it where it makes sense. And I think Kevin Feige is like-minded. I think me and him are pretty... You guys pretty, are pretty tight. Pretty similar. Pretty similar thought. We're both wordsmiths. <laughs> wordsmiths. 
Um, but yeah, you know, I think you know as as cool as that would be, I just don't think it would they they wouldn't introduce it in Thor. Yeah. But anyway, what else? I think there was one more Gore the God Butcher, which I don't think they'll do. Um, uh, Thunderstrike, which I thought was strange because why went so Thunderstrike is Thor, but combined with his human form, I, the, Donald Blake. Uh, Which they they didn't really exactly they, they didn't really lean into so that I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. Plus, it would, yeah, it would, you would. I think if they wanted to do that, if they wanted to joke at at Thunderstrike, they get another Helm, Helmsworth. Right. Get like Chris Helmsworth or whatever. Where it's like it's almost him. <laughs> Where it's almost him, and he's just got like a ponytail and a jean jacket. Yeah. Yeah, and we're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> or it could be uh, Thor, Frog of Thunder. Oh, they they actually. You know what? Taika Waititi would. He would. Like, I feel like he could reference him. And he would him. do it well. Yeah, it'd be so good. <laughs> Beta Ray Bill would be really dope. Um, it's just... Um, I think I'm the, the one, one. The one thing, article we read about it was that... Uh, said that some, you know, trusted source, in quotes, um, said that it's going to require mocap. So, Which really most of these, I except mean, out of Hercules. Um, yeah, I think most of them would. Beta Ray Bill, for sure. Yeah. But I, then again... Like Beta Ray Bill, I don't think would even require that much mocap, really. It's just the face, really. You know, you just put the face, and you could put any actor performing the actual stunts yeah. and whatever. And I mean, the face—it's gonna look like a horse. Like, actually, gonna, if it's you're really be... gonna you're really gonna stretch out Christian Bale's face <laughs> into a horse face. Uh, yeah, I mean, any of these really can could work be. with motion cap. I guess it could still be Kang the Destroyer. Like a lot of people think that he might I don't, be. The, well, uh, I haven't heard anything about Christian Bale being him, but a lot of people are leaning that he might be the next big bad. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, only time will tell. We'll have to figure out uh, uh, what's going on as it as more is revealed. We will share with you our friends. Yeah, the last one that was rumored was Balder the Bold, which is supposed to be um, Thor's yeah. half brother, the guy who had the gate. No. The gate? Baldur's Gate? Oh, dummy. <laughs> that's that's what it is. Yeah, that's actually that's a great campaign. That's and, accurate. Yeah. <laughs> All righty then. Well, thank you guys for uh, uh, coming and listening to us this week. Tell us your thoughts. Who Tell do you us think? your thoughts. Like, Who do you want to see? Uh, if you guys want to post on our Instagram, um, the one that's associated with this episode, just let us know who you think Christian Bale is going to be. We'll, we'll make a... We'll make a fun little picture of us with Christian Bale. And uh, oh, also, uh, we have a give out. We'll figure out how we're going to do it. But what I brought back from Disneyland. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So we'll have a prize uh, that you guys can win. Uh, just we'll do the same, I guess. Show a picture, listening to the episode, like, subscribe. Since you guys are missing Baby Yoda, I know I am. Yeah. So we'll give. We got a little Star Wars stuff to give away. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we'll, details <laughs> coming on that. Check out our Instagram and Twitter. Instagram and Twitter. We we basically. We'll, we'll mirror the same thing. So uh, follow us there at Nerds with Friend with no S at the end. So just Nerds with Friend. And Facebook. We don't really promote the Facebook. Maybe. Yeah, we don't really promote the Facebook, but we're on there too. Again, it's a, it's a lot of the same announcements and stuff, but um, we do check it all the time. So if you guys um, hit us up on there, we will respond to you. But uh, yeah, look for that giveaway coming soon. Uh, we'll correspond it to the uh, coming out of this episode. So. It'll be like the day it comes out or maybe the day after. And then we'll promote it uh, multiple times. So check it out. Follow us. Uh, like and subscribe. We appreciate all that you do. Uh, Christian, thank you for uh, coming by as always. And uh, thank you for the wonderful gifts too. Those are 
going to be painting minis. You guys will see them later. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll post progress pics of all of them as I'm, as I'm painting them. They're called whips. Work in progress. Work in progress. <laughs> exactly. Um, and check out RT at nerdsandfriendspodcast.com. Order yourself up a couple bags. And to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night.